What's the Boss America's Best Podcast presents On the Record. Hello, everybody. This is Mad Dog Discipio. Joined as I am each and every week by the mouth of the South herself, Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, and the Rowdy Rev, Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski. Tonight, oh man, oh man, we got a good one. The Consequences of Artificial Intelligence, AI. Neil, what do you know about AI? All I know is that it's going to be taking over the world eventually, they say. A lot of jobs. Well, it's, it, that's either a very good thing or the worst thing that could happen, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, you... <laughs> very bad, I think, in certain things. Cause what if do you, you want say, to... Oh, it's bad. I mean, isn't that the point of uh, Satan giving knowledge, right? Yes. Well, well that in the garden when they ate of the forbidden fruit. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Um... And the reason, and I would have said I agree with that at one point. I'm not real sure I agree with that now, only because I feel like there's there's a hidden agenda here that's not bad. And I feel that got. I have a gut feeling that some of the people working hard with AI are trying to create this war-free world where artificial intelligence has the final say over provided um, over uh, war and who starts wars and who finishes wars, provided they can program it. But the danger is something Amelia and I talked before we went on the air, which is free thinking AI. We just watched a little video clip of a robot that has a, a mind, literally a mind of its own, that that you can't program it. Think of it this way, folks. The robot programmed itself is what happened because of a chip. All right. It's a hundred million megabyte chip that's faster than any human brain on planet Earth. Okay, and how do you compete with that? You're going to see that tonight, by the way. But I would have agreed with you at one point, but I don't think the overall agenda is bad. I think that like anything else, if you take a bad idea and give it to a bad person, you're going to end up with a shitload of trouble. I just remember. Yeah, this is true. Now, I remember. Well, we all should know this. Remember when Jesus was led up to the mount, Satan showed him the kingdoms of the world. Right. And he said, bow down to me and I'll give you all of this. And because, mm -hmm. but I think the Lord shows us anyway, you know, our, our eternity is not here. No, no. Well, it's never been no. here. But, and I think what I, actually what I said plays directly into what you were saying. Yeah. Because if you think about AI, mm -hmm. It takes, it's not going to create itself. It takes people right, to create point. AI. It takes people to right. develop programs. It's only going to do what you teach it to it's do. It's going to program. do, exactly. It's no. only going to do what you tell it to do. Uh, but <laughs> you're going to hear Elon Musk and, and people in Australia tonight. I'm so leery of that man anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I, I would have been, but I heard him say something today that reassured me. And you're going to hear it tonight. Um, let's, I'll tell you what. 
we're talking about Elon. Let's hear from Elon himself. Well, the singularity, it's, you know, it's a singularity like a black hole. Yes. You, don't, you don't know what happens after that. It's hard to predict. So I think we should be cautious with uh, AI. Um, and we should, I think there should be some government oversight uh, because it affects, the, it, it's a danger to the public. And so when you, when you have mm -hmm. things that are a danger to the public, uh, you know, like let's say, um, so food, food and drugs, that's why we have the Food and Drug Administration right. and the uh, Federal Aviation Administration, uh, the FCC. Uh, we, have, we have these agencies to oversee things that uh, affect the public, where there could be public harm. Okay. It's, it's like anything else. You know, his big thing, and you heard him say it two or three times, is how do we protect the public? Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Amelia, give me an idea of how AI can protect the public. Well, I would put a disclaimer with, first of all, maybe with something that you're going to give to a certain company. Say, it may, you know, you could give a word to it, but it may not work. Okay. Well, so, yeah. um, the disclaimers, sure. How about, um, how about transparency? Yes. That, that goes in right with, with a disclaimer. Transparency. One of the big things, it's the first thing on our list tonight. Lack of transparency in AI systems, particularly in the deep learning models that can be complex and difficult to interpret, is a pressing issue. Thereby, a disclaimer would absolutely work. The uh, obequences obscures the decision-making and underlying logic of these technologies. In other words, you can get lost in the lingo. Uh, just like if you're not familiar with the Bible, the pastor is, is very familiar with the Bible. If you're not familiar with the Bible, you could get lost in a hurry. I mean, you could get deeply in the woods mm -hmm. if you don't know the Bible. Um, and that's why guys like Pastor Steve and, and other pastors are around. to help you navigate the way. When you're talking about artificial intelligence, well, the, the million dollar question is, who do we trust? That's the question. Okay. You're going to hear Elon a couple times tonight. Um, I got a, I have a, uh, another video you're going to hear in a little bit. But Elon is one of those guys, I think, and this is why the pastor, I don't think we have much to worry about with Elon Musk. He, you're going to hear him talk about meeting with the head of Google. And he and the head of Google had a conversation. He was at the guy's house, okay? And the head of Google, and you're going to hear Elon say this, the head of Google called Elon Musk a speciest. I want to say that word again because I've never heard it before. Oh. It's called a speciest, S-P-E-C-I-S-T, a speciest. In other words, someone who cares about the species, humanity. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. That's... Because the head of Google does not. Oh, we already who, know that. Anything you can, like I said before, you look up on Google, you can't find what you found before the pandemic. No, they're scrubbing oh. it dry. 
Yeah. It's like it's, it's so homogenous. You know, I don't even use Google anymore. I don't either. Uh, well, I don't do it. DuckDuckGo is good. Now I understand. I've used DuckDuckGo and I've had mm -hmm. good results. Yeah, that or Yahoo or Bing. Bing is another one. Now I won't use Bing. I won't use Yahoo because they're in, they're all in bed together. They all gather their same, all the same information from what's called a clearinghouse. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, there's a clearinghouse. The government's in charge of it. The government will tell you what you can search for. Explains it. That, that, uh, that's it. That explains then it. Then I need to change my homepage. That's why <laughs> I get my information from the dark web. Huh. You know why? Because it's uncensored. Is it a little dangerous? Yeah. yeah. But I use the dark web for one reason. Because it's transparent. You know what you're getting into. And you're going to get accurate and information. I use the dark web. Okay. The there's so many people just sheeple take for people's word. You can't take anybody's word anymore. No. Um, no, you can't. Reagan said it best about, you know. I'm here from the government. I'm here to help. When you hear that, run like hell. Yeah. If you hear somebody say, like I'm here from the IRS to help you with your taxes. No. Run Bye. like a woman. <laughs> That's it. You can run your ass the hell out of there. Not to be trusted. No, never. Oh, don't ever, never, ever, ever trust the government. Ever. Here, love Especially your country. Now. Love your country. I, I tell people, Amelia, you heard me say it a million times. Absolutely. I love my country, but I hate but my you government. hate your government. <laughs> I hate it. I love my country, but I hate my government. Because government as all, and that's not, not let's just, let's not pick on the U.S. government because they're equally culpable. Every government in this world, on this plane, every single government is set up to be your enemy. Oh, yeah. Government oh, was never set up to be your friend. Oh, yeah. Socialism never worked in the past. It's not going to work now. And it's, that's what we're living under. We see it. Yeah. Well, because, you know, Sleepy Joe is a socialist. Yeah. Clearly. We know that. Absolutely. Of course we know that. It, and he never, it doesn't make any bones about it. No. Doesn't make any bones about it. Nope. Um, Never pretended to. Somebody's in our chat box. Leon. Yep. Uh, yes, he just said that, Leon. Pastor Steve just, just said that. It. Didn't that Reagan warned us not to trust government. Great minds think alike. Yeah. I'll tell you who else said that, too. You might be surprised. President Eisenhower. Dwight D. Eisenhower. One of the greatest yeah. war generals yes, in was. history. Yes, he said, was. don't trust your government. He said, and I quote, he said, don't trust the industri the military industrial complex. They're not your friend. No, they're not. <laughs> and here's the guy that was the head, the head of the military, something. telling you don't trust the military. It's really something. All right. What's, what does that tell you? Right. They knew something back then. Artificial intelligence, folks, is not a new thing. When was the first AI? Back in 1947. Yep. 1947. You're thinking, well, what the hell, Angelo? Mad dog? <laughs> what was in 1947? What happened in 1947? The technological revolution. Things were invented back then. Television. Uh, radio. Transistors. 
That was artificial intelligence of the day. Do you think oh. it, before somebody saw a television, they didn't know what the hell they were looking at? Oh, they did not. Like you CB know? radios too, right? CB radios. Oh, yeah. CBs came way, way, way later. Way mm -hmm. later. You know what's funny? Yeah. You know, Israel became a nation again in 1948. I was just going to bring that up. Well. It all coincides. It all coincides, absolutely. Um, but we're going to try and keep, and I, I, I respect the fact that you're the pastor here, and we're going to try and keep it um, AI-related, but we're, we are going to delve deep tomorrow night mm -hmm. in the Bible, because mm -hmm. that's going to go, because I got this planned out pretty good. And so tonight, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, delve too deep into scripture or yeah. what the Bible says. Tonight, we're going to discuss the, just on the surface, the pros and cons of artificial intelligence. So, Pastor, yes. just without even looking at your, your list there that you have, just off the top of your head, what are some of the things you consider uh, AI beneficial? What would be a benefit of having AI? Yeah. So many damn people are lazy that don't want to work. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just going to be honest. I mean, on a human. He's absolutely right. He's the truth. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, and I know tomorrow we're doing a biblical show, but we're not supposed to be lazy. No. A man's work is worth his wages, but I, I think that's a, but it's a good thing if you want to be lazy. I mean, It'll do it. Well, here's the thing. Um, Leon answered the question. Roswell was in 1947. Yeah. Thank you, Leon. Roswell, New Mexico. What happened? Saucer crash. Mm -hmm. Why is that important to AI? Where the hell do you think the technological revolution came from? Yeah. yeah. You can't make this up. Do you see, folks, how my twisted mind is like a rapid fire machine that just connects the fucking dots like crazy? Yeah. You know? Then I got to take Amelia and Pastor Steve and bring them up. You know, I have to lift them up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, what happened to the good old days when you wanted Pastor, to spell a word? It's a joke, Pastor. I know, I know. <laughs> what happened to the good old days when you wanted to spell a word, get the dictionary out, and there you go. Now you there can you just go. ask Alexa, Absolutely. and that's the lazy way that Pastor Steve was talking about. And so exactly. Spell it out for you. exactly right. No, the, the Leon was right though. Roswell. Yeah. And that's where the technological revolution started. Yeah. But that gave birth to the AI revolution. Mm -hmm. Television was AI. Radio was AI. It was artificial intelligence created by, largely created by private industry and then of course the military gets their grubby hands on shit and perverts and hijacks and distorts everything because that's what they do best they they cheat maim fucking kill yeah that's what the military does sure. that's their only job is to fucking kill right. you know that's why I have no respect for the military although I have great respect for the men and women who serve I think that they put themselves in harm's way for no reason, though, because your country doesn't give a shit about you, not your military anyway. They don't give two fucks about you. If they did, we wouldn't have any need for Wounded Warrior Project. So 
I, you know, I love my country, as I said, but I hate my government. Fuck you guys. That's right. Hey, um, that's funny you said that. I posted it's something true. about that earlier. Did it's you true. That? You look, pastor, great minds, you know? Great minds. Yeah. Like, I posted you something know? about that earlier. So here's the thing. Millie, I'm going to bring you up here. Okay. Um, You deal in, uh, let me bring Millie up here. Mm-hmm. You deal in the medical profession. Yeah. Give me an idea uh, of, I've got a couple of things in my in my head here. Mm-hmm. Give me an idea of some of the things you work with every day that would be considered AI. Well, of course, the computers. We log in the patient's information and yeah. uh, we uh, talk on the phone, get them appointments. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Yep. And then, of course, we run their credit card on this mm-hmm. machine for payment. Yep. Or How about pay- the doctors? The doctors, mm-hmm. almost every... Do you realize that almost every instrument a doctor uses is artificial intelligence? Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much because they'll you know check your heart, your all heart the rate, the blood pressure, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. all the machinery, yes. all the machinery that a, that Amelia's doctor's office uses was created to provide the fastest, most accurate results possible without a human. Doing it right, the pumps that's all machinery, mm-hmm. medical equipment, x rays, yeah. CT scans, MRIs, yes, yeah. yeah. um, uh, EKG machines, all that stuff, yeah, all artificial intelligence. It is, and the those are ideas, is. those are ideas of uh, and and examples of AI that benefit people. But there are also we're going to we're going to get into a lot of them. There are <laughs> examples of AI that are not so good for people. We're going to talk about that in a bit too. Yeah. But before I do that, let me just tell everybody that we are WWTF Radio on the Podbean Network on Spotify. We are all over the world and around the block. So um, take a look at. Uh, we'll just take a, a small a station. Oh, I break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a look at this. What are they doing in Australia? Let's take a look. What's Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6 in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia, and RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard, and welcome to the Buzz. It's 7.18 p.m. in New York City. And up and down the East Coast. Amelia, what's it doing in Florida tonight? It's hot, and uh, we think we're going to probably get a little bit of rain. <laughs> you know, we got some rain today, this morning. We got yeah. Oh, that hurricane passed, you guys? Rain, in fact, I have a leaky bathroom roof now. My <laughs> ceiling's dripping water. Wow. Yeah, oh, well, water. they had to patch it up before, and I guess because it got the, the wind or whatever blew yeah. the thing loose. Depending anyway. My yeah. wife woke up this morning to um, go into the bathroom, and she's like, why is the floor wet? Uh-oh. She, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> she looked up, and there was water dripping from the ceiling. Oh, got to fix it. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I wanted to find out what Yeah, the scary on. part is, too, is like the artificial intelligence, too. It's like you type in a word, it can write to a whole essay or a thesis for a college, and that's scary. Well, wait a minute. We're going to yeah. talk. Wait. Oh, I'm going to. I'm gonna that's point. a good point. That's a oh, good I'm going to. Wait. You see what she just said? I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. 
How's this for a segue? Amelia, you opened up the door and I'm Angelo is going to step his big feet right through it. Watch this. Google released its chatbot named Bard. It's really here to help you brainstorm ideas to generate content like a speech or a blog post or an email. We were introduced to Bard by Google Vice President Sissy Shao and Senior Vice President James Manyika. Here's Bard. And the first thing we learned was that Bard does not look for answers on the internet like Google Search does. So I wanted to get inspiration from some of the best speeches in the world. Bard's replies come from a self-contained program that was mostly self-taught. Our experience was unsettling. Confounding. Absolutely confounding. Bard appeared to possess the sum of human knowledge. Ah. With microchips more than 100,000 times faster than the human brain. Summarize the... We asked Bard to summarize the New Testament. It did, in five seconds and 17 words. In Latin. We asked for it in Latin. That took another four seconds. Then, we played with a famous six-word short story, often attributed to Hemingway. For sale, baby shoes, never worn. Wow. The only prompt we gave was finish this story. In five seconds. Holy cow! The shoes were a gift from my wife, but we never had a baby. They were so From the six-word prompt, Bard created a deeply human tale with characters it invented, including a man whose wife could not conceive and a stranger grieving after a miscarriage and longing for closure. Uh, I am rarely speechless. I don't know what to make of this. Give me... We asked for the story in verse. In five seconds, there was a poem written by a machine with breathtaking insight into the mystery of faith. Bard wrote, She knew her baby's soul would always be alive. The humanity, at superhuman speed, was a shock. How was this possible? James Menyika told us that over several months, Bard read most everything on the Internet and created a model of what language looks like. Rather than search, its answers come from this language model. So, for example, if I said to you, Scott, peanut butter and jelly. Right. So it tries and learns to predict, okay, so peanut butter usually is followed by jelly. It tries to predict the most probable next words based on everything it's learned. Uh, so it's not going out to find stuff. It's just predicting the next word. But it doesn't feel like that. We asked Bard why it helps people, and it replied, quote, because it makes me happy. Bard, to my eye, appears to be thinking, appears to be making judgments. That's not what's happening. These no. machines are not sentient. They are not aware of themselves. They're not sentient. They're not aware of themselves. Uh, they can exhibit behaviors that look like that. Because keep in mind, they've learned from us. We are sentient beings. We have beings that have feelings, emotions, ideas, thoughts, perspectives. 
We've reflected all that in books, in novels, in fiction. So when they learn from that, they build patterns from that. So it's no surprise to me that the exhibited behavior sometimes looks like maybe there's somebody behind them. There's nobody there. These are not sentient beings. Zimbabwe-born, Oxford-educated James Manyika holds a new position at Google. His job is to think about how AI and humanity will best coexist. AI has the potential to change many ways in which we've thought about society, about what we're able to do, the, the problems we can solve. But AI itself will pose its own problems. Could Hemingway write a better short story? Maybe. But Bard can write a million before Hemingway could finish one. Imagine that level of automation across the economy. A lot of people can be replaced by this technology. Yes, yeah. there are some job occupations that will start to decline over time. There are also new job categories that will grow over time. But the biggest change will be the jobs that will be changed. Something like more than two-thirds will have their definitions change. Not go away, but change. Because they're now being assisted by AI and by automation. So this is a profound change, which has implications for skills. How do we assist people build new skills, learn to work alongside machines, and how do these complement what people do today? Wow. Well, you opened up a Pandora's box, kiddo. <laughs> Yeah, that's just going to tell me that they're going to need probably college. It's funny because what he said and what was really important of that message, what he said was many jobs, he said some jobs will go away. And many jobs will be recategorized, but most jobs will stay, but they'll be changed. Mm -hmm. My daughter is a perfect example. My daughter works for Amazon now. Mm -hmm. That whole place is AI. The yeah. whole place is automated. Okay? But here, my daughter is, she's going to nursing school. Yeah. And they will help her to do mm -hmm. that. Okay? So they're not forgetting the human element. But they're also remembering where their bread is buttered. Yeah, you know, and you're going to hear when I I know Elon Musk gives you the willies. Not so much me. I, I want you to, to yeah. give the guy, um, give him the benefit because you're going to hear another piece of clip from him in a little bit, but not just yet. Um, what we're going to do right now is take a couple of spots from our sponsors. And Tom McDonald. Let's listen to this. Step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design.
lagi nakatingin kasi yun na lamang ang magagawa inaabangan ako na mawala kaso lang ang malala na dapat kakatingala game sa kapunta to the moon road trip boom boom stir stir zoom zoom we are back tonight the intended or unintended consequences of artificial intelligence um one of the things that um that I was intrigued by, and I have a list here for those of you uh, who want to know what the hell are we holding in our hands here. We have a list of the top 15 consequences, intended or not, of artificial intelligence. One of the things that popped right out at me was the loss of human connection, number 12. Oh yes. Let's talk about That's that. That's so deep. Well, look the at loss it. Of, here's what it said. Let me just run, run this by everybody. Here's what it said: increasing reliance on AI-driven communication and interactions could lead to diminished uh, empathy, social skills, and human connections. Well, there are already people running around the world that are fucking robots anyway. Oh, yeah. With no hearts and no souls, yep. you don't need AI to add to the fire, okay? Um, because these people are lost to begin with, mm -hmm. and AI is their best friend, okay? Uh, understand this. To preserve the essence of our social nature, and we are social people. We're social beings. We need other people. That's why, what did they do? The first thing they did when COVID hit, what did they do? We were all staring through a screen at everybody. Yeah, separate people. And even six with our feet six, apart. Six. Notice the number six. Six. Six oh. feet apart. You had to talk through windows. You oh, had to, old people couldn't hug their loved ones. My father died in a hospital. I, I saw him three weeks. Before he died. Yep. And I, for three weeks, I couldn't see him. Yep. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I still live with that. Okay? I still live with that. People who need the, that human touch the most, the elderly, were dying like flies yeah. because they couldn't touch people. I know. You know? Oh, I know? People don't get that. They don't fucking get that. To preserve the essence of our social nature, we must strive to maintain a balance between technology and human interaction. The first thing they did when COVID hit was everybody's got to separate. Yeah. Everybody's got the first thing they did. Divide and conquer. You took the word right out of my mouth. I yes. watched it happen with all the churches. Yep. In some of the churches that I serve. Guess what church refused to close their doors? Union Protestant yep. Church of Clementon. And yep. guess what? We had a surge of people that flew in. I had about 40 people attending every Sunday. when yeah. Because all the churches were closed. They were like, well, we're going to go to Union if you're open. First of all, 
the governor of this state acted so illegally. Yes, he did. It's not even funny. He violated our he first violated the separation of yes, church and state. Yes, he should have never infringed upon that. Every governor, the president of the United States yep. said, I can't tell the governors what to do, but I hope they do the right thing. Donald Trump did the right thing yes, by stepping out of it because he's the president. The states are individual territories. I respect that. I don't respect when governors take it uh, uh, you know, to task that they have the right to shut down the church. No, you don't. It's clearly defined by the United States Constitution. Separation of church and state. That's a fundamental right under the Bill of Rights. Okay. AI, Amelia, mm-hmm. going to bring you up again. Okay. I want to bring up in the, into the big screen. There you go. Hot damn. What's your name at? Here it is. That's the pit bull. Amelia Chapman. Um, Amelia. Yes. Some of the unintended consequences of AI systems due to their complexity and lack of human oversight might exhibit might exhibit unexpected or unintended consequences. Give me an idea of some unusual behavior uh, or unintended consequences of AI going wrong. Well, like, for example, like, let's say that uh, in my field, uh, let's say that you scan something and it's the wrong medication to give to a patient. Absolutely, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, maybe a wrong... um, a wrong treatment like cancer treatment people need to remember something too i'm I'm gonna pull back for just a second Mm -hmm. people need to remember something too it doesn't matter where you go in this country every pharmacy every drugstore every hospital everyone who deals with medicine or any kind of medical related product Mm -hmm. there's a barcode on everything if you have but one of those days, for example, and you take that one, you scan it, and God forbid you give the wrong medicine to the wrong patient, mm-hmm. there's no no telling what the unintended consequences of that Correct. could be. Or AI could, could be down. Somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. What happens worse if AI goes down and, you, and then a yeah. person has to manually do it? Correct. Okay, so you had a long day. Your eyes are tired. Your your, yeah. your head is fuzzy. Guess what? In that case, the human being is worse than the AI because mm-hmm. they should know better. Yes. Here's it's what it says, Neil. Mm-hmm. It says the unpredictability, uh, especially this kind of unpredictability, can result in outcomes that negatively impact individuals, businesses, or society as a whole. For example, for example, let's say, let here you go, Pastor. Here's a good one for you. Let's say the president gets some advice from Dr. Fauci. That that piece of shit. Well, you just took the word out of my mouth. (laughs) Dr. Fauci says, okay, America, uh, the president told me I can say this now. So uh, everybody now has to drink a half a cup of water and a quarter cup of uh, bleach, oh. and that'll that'll make your COVID go away. Because this is what this idiot was doing. 
He was giving bad medical advice to the whole country, and people were dying like flies. Yes. Yeah. Look at Andrew Cuomo when he was the governor of New York. Oh, you know how many people died in just the New York State alone? That man is of the devil. Absolutely. Pure. He thought he was a fucking mafia boss. They were holding <laughs> press conferences like a fucking mob boss at the commission meeting. Like Fat Boy Christie. Yeah. It was like their version of the Kool-Aid, if you know the pun of Jim that. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, and that's a different show for that, but it's that yeah. same yeah. mentality. Yeah. Hitler. Absolutely. It's no. it's a, a fascist mentality. Yes, sure. it is. Absolutely. Yes. Pastor, I'm going to bring you up here. Yes, sir. You are on the big camera tonight. Okay. Yes, Pastor sir. Steve Kukowski. Now, let me tell everybody, Pastor Stephen Kukowski is the pastor of Union Church in the Wilderness. It is an Anglican church at 22 Naylor Avenue in the little town of Clementon, New Jersey. Fine little town. It's still okay. It's We haven't completely gone off the rails yet. That's true. Not if we can help it. You know Amen. what? The people are staying at bay. We're, we're staying I, people, strong. People, uh, I think people in this area particularly are standing their ground. They are. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. They are. They are. Their ground. They, they're taking no shit. No, they're not. No. They're not. People don't take no shit up here. No, baby. And we're uh -huh. in the, we're actually the southern part of the state. So we have that mentality. Yeah, we're southern redneck motherfuckers. They are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah North Jersey and South Jersey are two oh, different yeah. places. It's like two different countries. That's that like right. North and South Korea. You got that right. That's how North and South Jersey are. And that's not even not even bullshit. Right. He's not even lying. That's true. Pastor Steve Wachowski is the pastor of Union Church, Anglican Church at 22 Naylor Avenue in Clementon, New Jersey. Pastor's number is 856-896-5332. Again, 856-896-5332. He has that phone with him at all times if you need prayer. If you need advice, spiritual advice, if you're having a really, really down time and you need someone to help lift your spirits, Pastor Steve Bukowski, that's that's what God pays him Absolutely. for. Absolutely. He is the best to talk to. Oh, yep. thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Yep. Thank Don't talk to me because I'm a prick. Okay. <laughs> that's who I am. I'm a prick. <laughs> um, I just don't like people anymore. I mean, that's just, I hate to say that. But I just you know, I don't like people. Uh, you're okay. You're not. You're not a prick. You're all right. <laughs> I'd rather be around my pets than some people. That's me. <laughs> That's know. me. I, I am an animal person all the way. Because you know what? They love you. Yes. They are appreciative. You look at some people now. It's like whoa. Yeah. I was just. You know, here's the, the funny thing about that, and it's going to sound crazy, but I love people, but I don't like them. You get what I mean You're by that? You demand to love them, but you don't yeah. have to like them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love people. You know, <laughs> that's one of the things I'm supposed to do as a, as a Christian. I right. love people. Absolutely. But I don't like the fuckers. They <laughs> <laughs> don't. They just don't like people. Uh, some get on your nerves. I know. Oh, boy, yeah. do they. Holy hey, look, I, I'd be lying if I said they didn't. Oh, no. I look, know, right? You're allowed to be human, you know. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um. Here's one of the things, Pastor. Yes, sir. This is a big Amelia. Yes. Number 13 on our list. Pastor number 13. A misinformation and manipulation. Tell everybody what that says, Pastor Steve. AI-generated content such as deep fakes contributes to the spread of false information and the manipulation of public opinion. 
Efforts to detect and combat AI-generated misinformation are critical in preserving the integrity of information in the digital age. Uh, stop right there, Pastor, and stop right there. That, my friend, is the essence of what the last two, three years has been all about. I know. And I know. you right. had a, a, an upfront, a, a close and personal seat to that to that uh <laughs> fiasco yo the ai generation came in the full i really oh. believe that too i believe the ai generation came in the fullness with covid oh. i think they used covid Absolutely. to weave it right in we yeah. think about that oh i know they did it was all part of their agenda the entire time tell everybody what we're talking about steve about artificial intelligence yep. Tell everybody, what's the Bible telling us? Well, I mean, that is truly of Satan. I mean, he divides and conquers. That's first of all. He separates people. And of course, he wants, instead of relying on people, which God created, why not rely on something fake? Because Satan has always tried to outdo God. This is why he was cast out of heaven, right? Yep. So, of course... He, he's a lesser than God, but he's going to do everything he can to deceive people. Absolutely. So there's nothing like, I mean, we have souls, right? Yep. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within. And These that's things the don't thing. have the kingdom of God. He, I'm going to stop him right there. Pastor, you said the magic word. We have souls. Absolutely. A machine does not that's have correct. a soul. That is correct. You understand that? Satan is a killing machine. Oh, yeah. Satan is AI, okay? Satan is the essence of AI. He's got no soul. He's got no remorse. He's got no feelings. He's got no thought process. His job is to kill, maim, and destroy. That's what he does. That That's what AI is. It's soulless. It's heartless. It's got no feeling. It just does what you tell it to do. Here's what... Yep. Stanford University said this. They did a study on uh, uh, some of the um, the AI uh, researchers department. They had a, a, a pretty lengthy uh, thesis uh, one of the students wrote, and they did an entire program on this thesis. Here is the gist of it. AI systems are being used in the service of disinformation on the Internet, giving them the potential to become a threat to democracy and a tool for fascism. Mm -hmm. Where have we heard that before, Steve? Yep. From deep fake videos. Amelia, where we, we have where have you and I heard that? Uh, yeah, many in our show. We did a lot of those shows. To, to bots. You know, you know what bots are, Amelia, you because know, you do mm -hmm. TikTok and shit. To bots manipulating public discourse by faking or feigning Cons consensus and spreading fake news. There is the danger of AI systems undermining the social mm. trust. Oh, yeah. yes. uh, well, fake news. Where have we heard that one before? We did a show fake on that. News. Was that written by a person? What's that, Neil? Was that written by a person? Was that written by AI? That these that was written by a person. Okay. That was written by a, a real live human being, believe it or not. Sorry, I had to ask because yep. these days you never you know, know who that human being was. <laughs> You're looking at him. <laughs> I 
that's who the human being was that wrote this shit. Yeah. Here's the thing, and it's important. It's very important. Understand as much good as it can do, it can do the equal amount of damage oh, and worse. Yeah. Uh, again, these super machines, these super chips, they're computer chips. They're, they're smaller than your fingernail. Do you understand that? Look, yes. that's a fingernail, okay? They have chips that you could put on top of your nail and not see it. They're, where this technology came from, I can only say it probably came from outer space somewhere because the shit's out of this world. Well, that's, that's true. And, you know, I'm you know? thinking of this Neuralink thing that they're trying to turn people into robots now by implanting these things but then you can be healed from any illness or anything well here's the thing let's listen to elon just for people who haven't thought this through and aren't familiar with it and the cool parts of of artificial intelligence are so obvious you know write your college paper for you write a limerick about yourself <laughs> yeah. like there's a lot there that's fun and useful but can you be more precise about what's potentially dangerous and scary like what could it do what specifically are you worried about okay, going with old sayings the pen is mightier than the sword um so the, if you have um a super intelligent uh, ai that is capable of writing uh incredibly well and, and in a way that is very influential um you know convincing uh and and, 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 is, and is constantly figuring out what is, more, what, is more, what is more convincing to people over time, and then enter social media, for example, Twitter, uh, but also Facebook and others, you know, um, and, and potentially manipulates public opinion in a way that is very bad. Um, how would we even know? That's the question. I'm going to stop it there. Yeah. How would you know? And this is why I say to you, Pastor Steve, I think Elon is on team good guy. And I'll tell you why. Because he's one of the guys who forefronted, he spearheaded the AI revolution. He's a smart guy. He made his, by the way, did you know Elon is the guy who started PayPal? Mm -hmm. And Amelia, did you know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he started PayPal. And that's where he made his fortune, but he made his name. He made his fortune on PayPal, but he made his name in technology. He builds cars, Tesla's. Yes. That's his car. And that car is 60% AI. You, that car will talk to you. Yeah. That car will tell you what to do. I have okay. a friend yeah. who has one, mm -hmm. and he tells me that it extends a hand out to him. Mm -hmm. Like literally, the car does everything. You can walk away from it. Yeah, the mirrors fold in by itself, and mm -hmm. everything. It knows who you are too. I mean, yeah. you, you, you control it. It recognizes. Yeah, it recognizes you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had a. We had a. What like that before? Sixty percent of that vehicle is AI generated. Wow. And that's real. Here's the thing. I, I, I really believe Elon is on team good guy. Because I think he knows the dangers it can possess. Well, and that's what he just said. Not only that, let's listen to this. This is what really got me. I want people to, 
I'm actually going to do something. I was going to do this last uh, tomorrow night, but I'm going to do this tonight. Um, I believe this is the last one here. Yep. Singularity. It's it's a singularity like a black. Hold on, folks. Let me bring the other one up. But it's really important. I want to bring it up because we have a couple of videos that are Mm. number three. Where's number three at? Is this it? Number three. Um, I keep pressing you, but just just for people who haven't thought this through and aren't familiar with it, and the cool parts of of artificial intelligence are so obvious. You know, write your college paper. Uh, hold up, hold on, folks. Um, it's got to be the next one. I've got so many videos in here. It's just, here you go. Hot damn. We're only putting regulations after something terrible has happened. It may be too late to actually put the regulations in place. The AI may be in control at that point. You think that's real? It is, it is conceivable that AI could take control and reach a point where you couldn't turn it off and it would be making, making the decisions for this people. This is the dangerous yeah. part. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's, that's, the, that's definitely the, where things are headed, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean... Um, the, the, the things like, like say, uh, ChatGPT, which is uh, based on GPT-4 from OpenAI, which right. is a company that I uh, played a, uh, a critical role in in creating, unfortunately. Uh, Back when it was a non-profit. Unfortunately. Yes. Um, I mean, the, 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 the reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Um, and um, what did he say about it? Mm-hmm. He really seemed to be um, Google. What it wants, wants sort of a digital super intelligence, basically digital god, if you will, uh, uh, wow. as soon as possible. Um, he wanted that. Yes, yeah, he's, he's made many public statements over that. the years. That, that, that not, the not whole goal of Google is. Uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. You know, and I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if, if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take the set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good and minimize probably it will do bad things. Yes. Um, it, it can't just be health leather. Let's just go, you know, barreling forward and, you know, hope for the best. And then at one point, uh, I said, well, what about, you know, we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest. Uh, <laughs> you heard what I said earlier. They yeah. called Elon Musk a speciest. I've never heard that word before. But a speciest is somebody apparently who cares about people. Do you hear what Elon said? A species, yeah. He, Elon clearly said that the president, the head of Google, wanted to create a digital god. Or G-O-D, a digital god. Elon totally disagrees with that. Believe it or not, Elon believes in God. Um... That's why I don't think you got to worry about Elon. However, I do believe that the Antichrist is going to come from the AI field. 
I agree with you. I know. I thought about that quite a bit. But listen to what he says, Pastor. <laughs> did he use Did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. I wasn't the only one there when he called me a species. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've yes, I'm a species. Okay. You got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully a species. Um, busted. Um. Yep, busted. He's a species. He cares about people. Mm -hmm. That's why I think that people don't understand Elon. I think Elon at his heart is a good guy. I think he's an incredibly bright guy. I don't, however, think that Elon is a is socially adept he loves to talk to people mm -hmm. but i don't think that he's a social butterfly only because he feels uncomfortable around large crowds of people yeah and there are people like that you know and there, there are a lot of people like that yeah um contrary to the president of google who loves to stand in front of thousands of people yeah well, absolutely absolutely you know because he's a show yeah. off and he's promoting his product um yeah so what do you think about that pastor from a from a biblical standpoint or not even from a biblical standpoint from a spiritual standpoint on a spiritual standpoint i think elon has good intent i mean i did i always thought he had good intentions before mm -hmm. but of course i the question raised about the Neuralink because I, I mean that's where i'm at with it and if you guys want to look into it for you feel it google it whatever and um anyway I, I think Elon has good intentions. Mm -hmm. And but you know, the road to hell was paved with good intentions. It is. Um but who knows? I think he's sincere from what I can see. I believe that to be the case. Um I also believe that this Neuralink is getting a lot of bad press. I think that people don't understand it. And people, if that people don't understand something. What's the first thing they do? They talk shit about it because they don't take the time to understand it and know. I just think the, the concept of, look, I have to have my bear. When I was younger, okay, I, I wouldn't even care. I would have a drink. I mean, mm. we, we, we all smoked pot when we were sure. teenagers, okay. But even that, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm, I'm you do what you want to do. But mm. what I'm trying to tell you legal is legal now, it's legal here in New mm -hmm. Jersey. The thing is, is that I have to be in my right. If I don't know my right mind, if something's yeah. inside of me, I'm going to skits out. I'm going to have a panic attack. Even if it's too much information at me mm -hmm. at once, I'm like, this isn't me. I know I would feel that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I am with sure. that. Um, do I think Elon has good intentions? Absolutely. I don't think he ever did have bad intentions. But I mean, just like God uses people, so does the enemy. So I'm like, this sure, right absolutely. Now. I'm like, but remember something. Know. Remember something. Even if the enemy uses um, whomever, you know, the enemy can use somebody good, and yeah, and again, God can use somebody bad. Well, I, well what what does it say in Amos? I'll command the serpent; he shall bite him. That's yeah. It so it um, could be for our good or for our bad. We don't know. Yeah, but that reminds me. I have something I want to read. Um, and where is here? It is hot damn. Um, this is perfect. I'm glad this came up when we were talking about the uh, AI tonight and talking about where we just left off about God using good people and bad people. 
I got something I want to read tonight before we go off the air. Okay. I'll take care of that yes. right now. Um, but understand that what Pastor Steve is talking about, Elon's company, uh, X Incorporated, developed a, a chip that you can implant in your brain called Neuralink. And it's already been helpful in curing Alzheimer's disease and memory loss. And it's been amazing for people to give them a second chance at life. Some people, the ultra conservatives, however, of which I am a conservative, but I don't consider myself. I don't think I would consider my, would you consider me an ultra conservative pastor? No. I would. Con I'm a conservative, conservative. Though, for sure. I'm I'm right about where you are. Yeah, you know we're kind of like around the same. But here's where where people lose us. The ultra conservative movement would say that the Neuralink is the mark of the beast, which, by the way, it is not. Okay, um, it's not the mark of the beast because it's implanted. The mark of the beast is clearly visible. It will be clearly, clearly visible. You have to have it. You have to present it to be able to do anything. The Neuralink goes inside your body. And, and I believe it's helping a lot of people. They're talking to people and their families. And it's amazing what kind of reaction he's getting. Um, and he's not getting any government funding. This is all from his pocket. All this research. So I give Elon kudos for that. Until... Again, like I say, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. guilty. Right. right, and that's where I'm so at. I'm, far, on the, I'm on the fence with this. He's, he's so far he's innocent. He's skeptical, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I'm a very well, you can be a, a, a healthy skeptic, right? And that's why Absolutely. I'm always he's um, waiting for the other shoe to drop, basically. Yeah, that's right. Be wise <laughs> as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. Yes, that's exactly where I'm at. So I'm like, you know, now. Let me read this. Uh, I get emails and I get comments all the time saying, you know, you're everything's from you're a wonderful guy to you're a prick and you're an asshole and you're you're this and that. Okay. Um, I need to address that. Okay. I have a bit of an edge. And I know I have an edge. I was born with this edge, and me and God talk about it all the time. I said, Look, I'm a hot mess, but I'm your hot mess. You created this mess. Here the fuck I am. We're all that so, for many years, more than I care to remember, I kept my mouth shut and my opinions to myself. A good guy causing little to no trouble. That's not bullshit. That's real. As I grew up, I be it became clear to me, both as a man and as a new follower of Jesus, that I could no longer remain silent. I had to speak my truth, whether or not the world was ready to hear it. And the world wasn't ready to hear it. <laughs> because I know that even if that were the case, I pray that it's not. Even if that were the case, the world was not ready to hear it. Because I know that, uh, I know that even if that were the case, there were good people who did need to hear what I had to say. My podcast has evolved from a small two-man operation at our kitchen table to what it's become now. In the process, I've lost two co-hosts. God has taken two of my co-hosts home, okay? 
and I miss them dearly. I don't mention them enough, but Shirley and Jeff the ref. Shirley Bolstock and Jeff the ref. Um, as I said, my podcast has evolved from a small two-man operation uh, to what it has become. And nearly 11 million people later are listening worldwide on various radio and podcast media around the globe. God, whether I want to admit it or not, has navigated this show and my life in the way he wants it to go and not the way I wanted it to go. God loves me big mouth and all. He loves me knowing fully well I'm a hot mess. But I'm God's hot mess. And maybe, just maybe, my bad attitude today is God's purpose for me to get his point across to a select few of his chosen people. I pray I'm one of them. In the last 25 years, the internet has been filled with endless new age, prophecy, ancient alien history, websites, and and uh, and other assorted garbage. Now, while some of it is interesting and some of it has good sound advice and teaching, there are also many that have lies and deep deception. This won't be one of those sites. We will tell you the truth whether you like it or don't. Um, and that's the way it is, folks. That's my confession to my co-host, to my preacher, to my audience, to my whoever the hell wants to listen. There you go. Um, and for that, I make no fucking apologies ever. Okay. There's two words you're not ever going to hear from my mouth anymore. If I can help it is I'm sorry. I might say I'm fucking sorry, but I won't, <laughs> but I won't say I'm sorry <laughs> on that note for, Oh, by the way, Amelia, yes. Yes. I forgot to go to you. I'll bring up the big camera. <laughs> coming up what do we got coming up i forgot i almost i almost signed off without going Amelia, what's coming up <laughs> tomorrow we have a show of elon musk we're going to actually talk about him tomorrow and still artificial we're intelligence talk about elon and ai and yes. how that all relates into the bible mm -hmm. and monday september 25th we're going to talk about climate change and on the 26th climate change and weaponized weather yes and how the bible plays into that there's, one too yes on both nights notice there's a theme here Every show we're doing ties into scripture. Yes. I planned it that way purposely. Because I don't care what you mention. Anything. Anything at all. Anything that you mention is going to be in the Bible. And signs are here. Right. And we're getting signs. Marriage, too. children, murder, rape, incest, um, a sunny day, uh, a, a rainy day, um, Good people, bad people, all kinds of people. Big, yes. fat, short, look, the, the great big giant Goliath and little tiny David, okay? Right. You go from little to big. Yeah, and, uh, and everything you in for, between, you know? Yeah. And you ask yeah. for signs, and he's giving the signs. He gives the what signs. What are you babbling about? What, what? <laughs> and, you know, what the you signs. Think? He's giving us signs right now, too. Yes, he is. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. The sign says it's time to get off the air, Angelo. <laughs> Okay, for Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, for Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski, Union Church in the Wilderness, I'm the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio. Goodbye, folks. We'll see you tomorrow night. Good night.